Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to episode 73 of Those Muckrakers. I'm Pete. And I'm Pat. When you said you went to get tea, I really thought you had just left the podcast, and I was going to be like, I'm Pete. And crickets. Done. 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 That was my uh, impression of an ellipsis, you know, the three dots. Oh, nice. Nice. You should be a stand-up comedian and just be like, this is my impression of an ellipsis. Now I'm an ampersand. <laughs> Semicolon. All right. Uh, you had a segment you wanted to start this with? Yes. It's a, it's a very special segment that I believe is a, a long time in coming that I'm is, very, very excited is it for. Ju- that all on. of our listeners are, too. Is it just you reading, like, uh, letters from immigrants? <laughs> oh, that would be so depressing right now, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Day four of being locked up in Trump's baby cages, and I'm afraid I'll never see sunlight again. Wait, so I forgot what the warm embrace of my parents so, is So like. that is what you're doing? I have forgotten the face of my father's. No, we're bringing everyone a uh, delightful segment, which I call One for Martin, Two for Martin News. Okay, uh, you've piqued my interest, but I'm also wary. Way, way back in the day, there was an episode of The Simpsons where um, Bart Simpson was running for class president against um, Martin, and Bart was way more popular than him. Everyone liked him. Everyone thought that Bart Simpson was a delight. And so, of course, Bart was a shoe-in to actually win the election. And then election day came, and uh, it was over recess period. Everyone that's going to vote is, um, you know, going to throw their vote in then, and they have until the end of recess to, uh, to cast their ballots. Well, while Bart's walking around the playground, he's asking people, who did you vote for? Or, you know, thanks for the vote. It's like, I didn't vote. Oh, that's fine. I'm sure lots of other people did. Hey, Nelson, thanks for the vote. I didn't vote. Ha <laughs> ha. And uh, eventually Bart began to realize, wait, I didn't vote either. And he turns to Millhouse and he's like, oh, God, let's go. And they get back to the classroom just in time to see that recess is over. And there's the teacher, Mrs. Krabappel, holding the box. And she dumps out the box. And it's just two little cards that uh, both say Martin because it's Martin and his friend. And they voted for him. And Mrs. Krabappel said, well, let's count them out. One for Martin, two for Martin. So the lesson here is because nobody voted, the uh, the unpopular side won because they made sure to get their votes cast. Yeah, but and where this is, go ahead. I was gonna say yeah, but everybody did vote in the last election. Yeah, yeah, but this isn't about Trump. It's about us. Oh, oh, I thought this was about <laughs> this was about Trump. And I'm like, this is the most heavy-handed, nerdy, long metaphor I've ever heard. So. um it's about us because you said you're going to make sure that nobody ever hears my death metal album because you were going to vote uh, no on it. Oh, yeah. But but I have an account, and I can vote yes on it. And so whenever I put it up, you know, does does the public want me to release my death metal track, or should it remain sealed in the vaults forever? Let's see here. Let's count up the votes. One for Martin, two for Martin. You know, you could have said all that in about five seconds. Like, that was a unnecessarily long intro it's it's so delightful to me that um, I, I win by default, basically, and that now the public will get to uh, hear the death metal it's track. It's delightful to you that we have so few followers that you're the only one that votes on your own polls? That doesn't seem like something to be proud of. Actually, it was uh, four to zero. Oh, it was four to, what, did you vote four times? No, no, I voted once. So, so you, three other people also wanted to hear the death metal track. So your analogy doesn't even work? Well, it worked at first because originally there was two votes because I also got Benefield to vote in it. Oh, all right. Well, uh, are you ready? And 
so uh yeah so the poll was up for three days and i was thinking since our 75th episode's coming up and that's like sort of a big milestone let's uh just for that episode put the uh the song up at the start of it to be like our opening ditty all right fair enough all right are you ready to get into this uh this dear abby nonsense yeah so that's something for everyone to look forward to the the long tease death metal track is coming up in uh two more weeks all right hit him with the the dear abby pete Waiter's effort at small talk explodes into savage tirade. Wait, waiter did what now? Waiter's effort at small talk explodes into savage tirade. Ooh, how did this, what happened? I honestly, and this is my bias, I thought this was going to be a story about a waiter who just rolled up in a MAGA hat and was like, y'all ain't been deported yet? Well, I guess y'all want some some fried pickles? That's what I thought it was going to be. I couldn't have been more wrong, but that's what I thought this was going to be. Hey! Y'all want some fried pickles with your get the fuck out of my restaurant? Yeah. All right. And then they got mad at me. Uh, I guess uh, freedom of speech is gone. All right. Last week. <laughs> well, sorry. I thought this was America. Last week I was out with my family of 13 for dinner. Uh, again, I like to comment on these as we go. Already, 13 of your family. That seems terrible. Um, just oh, me and 13 of my family members. Uh, guys, I love you, but uh, I don't want to go out with 13 of you all at once. Uh, my sister-in-law was sitting relaxed in her chair, stretching her back and extending her stomach. The waiter came over and, trying to make small talk, asked her, What's the occasion? Are you pregnant? My sister-in-law isn't what? pregnant. <laughs> but her posture may have suggested it. Yeah, your posture made you look fat. I, I mean, Jesus, that's like, that's not a... That's not a good effort at small talk at all. Right? <laughs> like that, that's something I learned like when I was a toddler, because I would see that on TV, like someone asking someone, oh, are you pregnant? And she's like, what? No! And it's like, oh, okay, so that's an awkward question to ask people I should never assume. This poor waiter seems like he has a lot of limericks in his head for social situations. Like, okay, okay, Dave, uh, when in doubt, call it out. When in doubt, call it out. All right. Hey, are you pregnant or just fat? <laughs> <laughs> um, so... There once was a pregnant girl from Nantucket who's, uh... <laughs> uh... So, well, my brother, her husband, went off on the man, calling him names, swearing, causing loud, uncomfortable scenes. I, I imagine this guy looks a lot like Yosemite Sam. <laughs> oh! oh! Shooting at the floor. <laughs> How about? Lifts himself <laughs> up off the floor. We all agreed the waiter was stupid to ask the question, but wasn't my brother wrong here? He embarrassed all of us, and I don't think there was any malicious intent. My yeah. brother stands behind his outburst and insists he wasn't wrong. Well, malicious intent, it depends. How did he say it? Did he go, oh, what's the occasion? Are you pregnant? Or did he go like, what's the occasion? Are you pregnant? Are you eating for two? <laughs> like, it, it really it really depends on if that's the whole story or if he like said more that we didn't um, hear, except the brother did hear. It's like, mm, what's the occasion? Pregnant? Would you like to be? <laughs> In which case, shouting like that would be apropos. <laughs> but um... it, says, <laughs> well, it says, this has but... <laughs> happened before, and I'm sure it will happen in the future. Put your... Well, if it's happened before and it will happen in the future, put your freaking sister-in-law on a treadmill. How often do you get accused of people are like, yeah, people are like, are you pregnant or just fat? How often does that happen? Uh, anyone that's working what's called, like, you know, the Devil's Three, which is, like, working in fast food or in retail or, stop, you know, cashier, you know, the worst, most shitty jobs on the planet, 
you should treat them really nice because they are going through hell for pennies, right? Like, they're, they're the hardest working people on the planet outside of what we make immigrants do before we lock them into baby cages and separate their children. It's, uh... I'm just saying, treat people, not only should you treat people with kindness, I think everyone should be required to work one of the devil's three jobs uh, at some point well, in their is... life for at least six months so that they'll gain respect and appreciation for people that have to endure this that. This is going to sound mean, but like when I go out to eat, I don't really want to have a conversation or small talk with the waiter or waitress. Certainly I just want not. To get my food. Uh, certainly not, but you also shouldn't like yell at them. Because uh, I have someone who, whenever. Uh, someone at fast a fast food place gets her order wrong, she will go off on them so loudly and embarrassingly. I, I said no pickles. Why'd you give me pickles? And it's like, look, lady, I uh, I rant to my friends whenever they give me onions when th when I specifically say no onions, but I don't tell the fast food worker about it. I complain in private, where 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 you're not like making someone's shitty day even worse. Do you also go out of your way to kick stray dogs? They're already down. I mean, what are you doing? All right, you ready for the uh, you ready for the next one? Yes. This one's kind of weird, and I never thought about it because I'm not a prude. But uh, it says, "Wait, I'm sorry, I was about to read the exact same one over again." <laughs> <laughs> so there's waiting be... stories today. Uh, so it says, "Hotel guest finds do not disturb signs disturbing." Hotel guests find do not disturb signs disturbing. I thought this was going to be a weird person that was just walking around the hotel going, "Why are so many people having sex?" So, is this like a, a general personality test? Like, hotels just gave everyone a quiz. Do you find these signs disturbing? And a lot, a surprising number of people just said yes. It seems like it seems like something a hotel would do. So they say, Dear Amy, I am currently staying in a hotel, and in order to prevent the cleaning staff from trying to come in during my midday shower, I hung the Do Not Disturb sign on the outside of the door. Right. Uh, this person already seems weird. Like, you just, you have a, you have a scheduled midday shower... Come on, Richie Rich. Uh, get off your high horse. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I scheduled my uh, shower from exactly 1.23 p.m. until 1.25 p.m., and I cannot be disturbed during these precious two minutes. Now, here's where it gets dark. The sign... <laughs> I wasn't expecting this story to get dark. The sign Go in this ahead. hotel depicts an unraveled bow tie draped over the door handle. Other oh. places I've stayed have used neckties on their signs, too. Right, all right, that means we're fucking stay out. <laughs> at um at the dorm I used to go to, people would put socks on the door handle, which means we're fucking leave us alone. Uh, I feel like you must have seen very few socks at that college because I can't imagine anybody. Extremely few. <laughs> uh, there was like there was like one couple that went at it like rabbits, and almost no one else did. I wonder how the families staying at this place explain that imagery to curious children. Uh. I'm picturing a persistent four-year-old then demanding a necktie from daddy at home because she wants to keep her little brother out of the room. Am I wrong to want an end to frat house humor on my hotel room door? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, you, you clearly are. Like, what the fuck? Kids aren't going to get the reference to that. They're not going to know what the hell's going on. Well, when I first read this, I was like, oh, that's funny and cute. The four-year-old's like, put a sock on my door because I don't want my little brother to come in when I'm getting it. Um, but... <laughs> When we went back over this, I went, oh, they're picturing a persistent four-year-old. There's not even a problem with the four-year-old. They just don't like that there's a bow tie. Like, right. yeah, the problem is you. Yeah, absolutely. This person's a bit prudish. They need to get over it. Also, it doesn't, It. I mean, it doesn't mean, like, uh, 
Okay, yeah, I guess it does kind of mean we're fucking, but also, like, just, like... Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, I don't know, man. Like, if a four-year-old's like, I'm gonna put a sock on my door, I'd be like, all right. I'll just don't yeah, explain that... it. Just don't explain it to him. You don't have to be like, well, see, kids, uh, that means people are fucking. What's fucking, Daddy? Oh, it's no. Fun. Damn you, Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because at that point, it's totally the Hilton's fault. Oh, damn it, Hilton. I wasn't going to tell my <laughs> boy about sex until he was 37 and a half years old. But yeah, yeah, you're you're being weird. A lot of these, uh, I feel like a lot of these Dear Abbies and Dear Amys are just written by scared people that live in their house most of the time and don't leave. Yeah, basically. I mean, it's uh, they're all just written by my parents. <laughs> they, they don't understand how the world works because they've avoided it forever. And then they finally went outside and they're like, hey, I went to the restaurant and someone asked me my order. I didn't know what to say. Well, if these are the ones that make it through, can you imagine all the other dear Abbies that, like, they don't The print? ones that are too scared to, uh... Oh, you mean they don't even put them out? Yeah, I thought just you like... Meant, like, people that, um did these weird social awkward moments and didn't even have the courage to write them up. No, no, just the people that are like, Dear Abby, am I wrong for thinking black people are too loud? Confused in Lucida. <laughs> and they're just like, nope, not printing that one. Like, because you get like, I sat down in a restaurant to order my food and the waiter was there and asked if I wanted water before I even knew what I wanted. Now, Dear uh -huh. Abby, I shot this man. Am I wrong? Like... <laughs> Should just be called old people overreact, and they want comfort for what they've done. I what I want to know is if you are a waiter and you see a couple that's clearly arguing, they're just going at it, they are killing each other, but it's like very very quietly, right? Like they're hissing each other, they're about to break up, and you can tell that there's so much tension around their table. And oh yeah, it's uh, it's your turn to get their order. When do you know it's a good time to go over there and say hello? Would you like to see our bread menu? When there's a, it's like a battle. When there's a lull in the fighting. <laughs> that's that's a good answer. Other than that, leave them the fuck alone. Yeah. Um, I had a, nothing I had... more annoying than if you are either one of these two people and you have like the perfect snippy comeback, and halfway through it, the waiter's like, "Would you like to try the fish?" Yeah, I guess that's the worst thing that happens to you on a Thursday. You know. <laughs> be happy that you're not a, a victim of uh, Trump's Gestapo. I do like how you work the Gestapo into every uh, every you know news thing that we do. Oh, we haven't even started it today. And, oh, we got a we got a treat for people that need the the red meat of realizing. Oh yeah, Holocaust mm -hmm. Two, uh, deplorable Boogaloo is uh, coming right at you. Or as I'm gonna title this episode, whooping a dead horse. Whooping a dead horse. I mean, we're, we're we're calling it over before it's even began. I mean, you're not wrong. I'm just just like, oh God, can we? I just I don't know. Can like we it... just forget about the dead children? Yeah, I mean, just like, I... just like uh, all the people that were complicit in the Holocaust. Let's just move on. I agree that we let the rest of the kids go and uh, maybe arrest the people that killed the children, and then like let's just not talk about this anymore. Let's. Let's get back to tax reform. You remember when that was a thing between Reagan and Bush when they were talking about taxes? I am so eager for this current generation to just of uh, po political news cycles to just be done and for us to move on to stuff like that and other things. It's just it's easy to talk about and it's fun because we can actually wrap our heads around these subjects so we can give people, you know, thoughtful, insightful explanations of what's going on and 
be all like, well, you know, if you increase the top um, <laughs> marginal tax bracket by 1.3%, uh, we'll be able to have these extra boons, such as um, the big potatoes during school lunches. But Pat, stocks and bonds! Like stocks and bonds! Right, right, right. Well, as you can see, the current interest rate has been increasing steadily at uh, 0 0.2 percent I mean, that's, per year. That's so my dream. Rate... I want to be. I want to be news radio. I want to be news radio where we talk about things that only old people care about. My dream is that I can start posting these episodes to like my main Twitter account instead of hiding them in the dark corners, the dark recesses of the internet, because uh, right now this is stuff that most of the people that follow my, you know, my main Twitter account would be. Um, not happy to see right well, to be fair for that you're gonna have to uh you're going to have to face and accept your reverse oedipus complex mm. <laughs> you're going well, you're going to no, have to, just, you're gonna have we, to stand we, up kill your mother and marry your father <laughs> that's what's gonna happen uh so we're gonna we need to reach a point in which de deplorable shit isn't in the we news start, all the we time. start calling you well, I, I, we start calling I, I, you oedipus I, pat I have plenty of, like, anti-Trump people in my feed, too, but they're, like, so anti-Trump that they don't want to hear about it. They just, uh, they don't want to hear a peep unless it's he stepped down today. Otherwise, don't talk about it. They they don't care how bad it gets. They don't want to hear it. I'll, and, I'll, I'll listen. I'm just very frustrated at, at uh, you know. Well, hey, yeah, at least, you know. I mean, we're, you we're the type that'll listen and rage about it, but some people can't even do that. And I understand it because it's very sickening what's going on. You know how they say that a broken clock is right twice a day? Yes. Well, I mean, at least uh, the president's no policy, no staff, undecisiveness was uh, was right this week. That's true, because th we're not in war. We're not at war with Iran right now. Because Iran... we're working on it. Oh my God, John Bolton wants to go to war so bad. Um, Iran, uh, so Iran shot down an unmanned drone they said it was in Iranian airspace. We were like, oh, it was in, uh, what do you call it? Uh, international airspace. International waters. Yeah. I don't know who, and then there were some tankers that blew up they think were Iranian mines. Uh, and they released, like, blurry videos saying, this was proof! But, uh, both the, the Japanese and the Germans have said, <coughs> that's not proof, that's not good enough to um to do anything maybe we should slow our roll here i don't know who uh who did what but looking at previous american incursions it wouldn't surprise me if we were in their airspace but at the same time yeah. uh of course we're in their airspace we're we're putting military shit all over the place we are crowding them we are begging for something to happen this is deliberately a setup Right? Like, this is the reason why good administrations know to, how to respect sovereign well, lands so that they don't incite international incidents. Well, the, Trump, the Trump administration is trying their damnedest well, to incite international incidents. They would if there was any kind of, uh, if you had a president that was in line with his policy, we'd definitely probably be at war with Iran right now. So it's funny, he surrounded himself with war hawks, but he doesn't necessarily want to go to war. Uh, by the fact that he called off a retaliatory uh, airstrike, like right in the middle of the airstrike before it happened. Um, but now the Warhawks are like, he's indecisive. And I'm like, yeah, but at least this indecisiveness worked for good for once. I don't think he's indecisive. I think he doesn't want to go to war. Like, that's my take on it. But I, I could be completely wrong. Right. I mean, I, I can usually trust Trump to always want to do the worst possible thing. But in this case, I think even Trump is smart enough to realize war, bad. And there's a lot of international pressure and stuff like that. But 
Uh, we probably wouldn't be in this spot had we not torpedoed the Iran nuclear deal. That was the other big thing. Is like once you have somebody at the table, yeah. you can get more concessions out of them. But it's harder to get concessions when they're not when even you at break the table. Promises. But I mean, right? Like, so to be I, fair, I just want to go back over that right quick because it's been a long time since we discussed it. What's so the Iran nuclear deal says um, they have to wait at least like ten was it ten or fifteen years before they can start um, making nuclear weapons again versus just working on them right now. Yeah. Uh, Obama signed that treaty with them and we said we won't put certain sanctions on you if you don't move forward with your nuclear program and that was good because at least we had them at the table like you said. Now here's where things get really shitty. Trump blowing up that um, policy. Trump broke that contract by putting those sanctions on them anyway but he did it for no reason, right? He broke it for no reason. They never, uh, they never went back on any part of the contract. They stuck to their side of the bargain completely. Trump well, broke it. He had, but, I mean, he had reasons. They weren't but, good reasons, but he had reasons. No, uh, his reason was that he wanted to start shit with them. But anyway, and that his and no, well, know, no, no. Actually, his. Re I'm sorry. His reason was that he wanted to undo everything Obama did. Right, and Fox had also been selling that as an anti-Obama point, so he went for it. Right. So, but here's where here's where it hurts America in the long term. Like beyond Trump, it's going to continue to hurt us for generations to come. Is that the rest of the world will never see this as Obama made the promise, Trump broke it. They will see it as America made the promise, America broke their promise. And so America! all countries all countries in the future will know not to make deals with America. Uh, because we could just break the promise willy-nilly. Our word is worthless. Because Trump's word is worthless, now all of America's word fair, is to, worthless. To be, to be fair, there's a lot of groups that would tell you that America constantly breaks treaties anyway. We're kind of a treaty-breaking nation. That's what we do. You know? Yeah, but, I mean, this is just... This has really highlighted the issue. And so that means when... In the future, whenever we get a real president again and they want to, say, make a deal with North Korea... Why would North Korea ever accept it, knowing that the next Trump that comes along could just break it again? I say make North Korea great again. <laughs> I mean... Which has got to be his 2020 campaign slogan. Uh, he still wants to make uh, Putin great again. But yeah, uh, so he pulled us back from going to war, which is funny because the people that love him are like, Wait a minute, no war? Why no war? I'm like, <laughs> Why no war? I'm like, because... We like war! I'm like, yes, because, uh, Hulk, uh, war bad. War bad? Yes, war bad. Fire bad! Uh, the, big, the bigger war. problem is, that, you know, there's a lot of geopolitics and stuff in the region, and, like, uh, a big problem yeah, is, which like... which Trump could never understand. Oh, a big problem is, like, the Saudis uh, now really have our ear, uh, and they're diehard enemies of the Iranians, so there's a big argument, there's a big fight for stabilization, or a yeah, big like for, we, for who owns who owns the most real estate over there. So, all right, and who owns uh, the president the best? Because while we've been paying attention to the Russia influences, like that's the obvious part, right? Yeah. But what's less obvious is the equally obvious to people that have been paying attention uh, connections between Trump and Saudi Arabia. Like he's been deep in their pockets for a long time. They've yeah. given him just as much money to bail him out of his debt as uh, Russia has over the year. He is completely owned by Saudi princes and Russian oligarchs. Pretty much. Well, um, at least we didn't go to war. In other news, uh, you want to talk about uh, the person uh, who I call the reason for the season. Uh, why we are here because we are the unofficial podcast of uh, AOC. 
the notorious uh, AOC. Yeah, uh, and we, we just, are officially the unofficial podcast of AOC. We've been calling her AOC because we keep mispronouncing her name, no matter how many times we're corrected. So we figure we'll just stick with AOC. Base Cortez. Uh, just to prove everybody, I do know her name. It's Representative Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. I thought so, she was a senator. It just says representative. I guess she's a. Oh, yes, she is she's in the house. She's not in the, the house. Yeah, not yeah, the yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> AOC in the house. So uh, she got. Uh, there's a bunch of fake outrage um, around her because she tweeted Wednesday morning. Uh, you know, uh, she talked about how basically uh, the U.S. ran concentration camps before when it rounded up Japanese people. Such yes, a shameful history that we largely ignore it. And so, uh, man, like, people like uh, Liz... By the way, is Liz Cheney Dick Cheney's daughter? I feel like she is. I thought, I thought that his daughter was a good guy. Um, maybe she's not related to actual Dick Cheney, but she criticized her as well as some Jewish scholars because they say that comparing those to concentration camps are diminishing the Holocaust. Well, way more... Um... Jewish scholars have said, yeah, no, this is correct. It is clearly the Holocaust. Anyone that says otherwise isn't paying attention. Well, here's the like, problem. Actual Holocaust survivors from, even before he started doing all this shit, they were saying that his rise to power reminded them of Hitler. Well, before... People who actually witnessed real-life Hitler rising to power said, yeah, no, Trump's Trump's Hitler. Well, back in 2016, they said, back in 2015, If you want to go that. off on that side road for just a second, here's how you recognize uh, crazy dictators, right? They've all got some weird little thing. Uh, Hitler had a tiny little mustache. Uh, kind of weird. Trump's, our president Trump's has orange. Yeah, our tr- our president is orange and has like <laughs> weird fake hair. So just look for who's ever got the weirdest tchotchke and then don't let them be uh, a leader in charge. Yeah, um, you know Stephen Hawking, the smartest human being that's been alive in this uh, century. He said like straight from the get go, it's like yeah, no, it seems obvious to me that this Trump guy's a demigog. He, um, he's just appealing to the worst possible instincts in people. Yeah. So yeah, Stephen Hawking, it was obvious to him from day one, this guy's a monster. Maybe you shouldn't uh, listen to him. He's going to only bring out the worst in people. So uh, the problem is, like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with calling these concentration camps because by every definition of a concentration camp, which existed before the Holocaust, there were concentration camps. Secondly, calling it a concentration camp doesn't mean that it's going to be the next Holocaust, uh, but it's a good start. Yeah, because keep in mind the uh, the Holocaust took eight years to properly kick off, right? The extermination camps didn't go into full swing until Hitler had been in power eight years. Meanwhile, Trump has only had two years, and in just two years, he's already murdering babies in baby cages at and the border. That's the other and he thing has the too, concentration is... camps. And the only thing we're really missing is um, the off like breaking into people's houses and uh, arresting them just across the nation. Oh wait, we have that Sunday. Yeah. Uh, so Trump's big thing is that uh, Sunday they're going to move in and deport like a hundred thousand illegal immigrants because remember, everything's a simple solution of like why don't you just go get well because people who are truly illegal are off the grid and you can't find them. The people you're going to deport are basically going to be anybody with a Spanish accent in your neighborhood. You know. Yeah, so they could just go and grab random people who look Hispanic or could be mistake or just got you know a white person that has an unfortunately dark tan when ice happens to come by and say we got, we're looking for Mexicans. That or, guy's a Mexican. Or somebody that might perhaps be getting food at Taco Bell like myself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look Asian, so you are one hundred percent gone. <laughs> God damn it! And you know, <laughs> and you know, I don't speak Asian fluently. 
Yeah, but you better learn it fast because you're going to be in Hong Kong in a week. Hey, uh, hey anybody, anybody speak, know. anybody speak Asian? Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hi, we speak I'm, America around here. I'm real, I'm real lost. Help me, I need a cheeseburger. I'm, I'm real lost. Sure hope I don't get pickpocketed here. I feel like old white people are also, they, they worry about weird Dickens in their stuff when they go to foreign countries, right? Yeah. Like stuff that doesn't have, oh, they'll, they'll, don't die over there. They'll take your corpse and sell it for science. What? <laughs> no one's done that since like the 1700s. Please, sir, may I have my corpse when I die? Be, be careful. Uh, a, scrappy gang, a scrappy gang of pickpockets and newsies will take you for everything you're worth. <laughs> But eventually you'll find they all have hearts of gold. Okay, now you're just describing don't, movies you've don't seen. Tr <laughs> don't trust those, those, those street urchins. Oh, they'll pickpocket you for all you got. Cause I they'll was, bring it back to their gang leader. I, He's the oldest. Because I was going to make fun of what's happening in the uh, Dominican Republic right now, because apparently white <laughs> tourists are just dying. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm still laughing about the street urchins, oh, I thought you were, the dying white tourists. I thought you were laughing about the dying tourists. Because uh, it was a couple, and I was like, yeah, sure, when two people randomly die that are white in a foreign country, we report I'm on it. I'm just happy I, I laughed over uh, white people dying. Whew, that would have been unfortunate if you had said anything else. But uh, it's been a lot of people that have died now. Like, it's, a, it's an abnormal number. Like, something is happening to the white people in the Dominican Republic. Uh, Pete, want to go on a vacation to the Dominican? We can find out what's happening. Oh, we could be like the Hardy Brothers. I would, like the Hardy Brothers and the... Uh, the mystery of uh, the diarrhea water. <laughs> well, Pete, we sure, we sure found a lot of diarrhea water here today, didn't we? Oh, we sure did. I wish we hadn't drank so much of it. Oh, I'm sick. Because I feel like that's what's happening, right? They're drinking or consuming something that's killing them. Although all the toxicology reports are inconclusive. Like, it's unclear. I mean, yeah, because it's shitty water. Shitty water is not clear. Well, your, your attempts at levity sometimes, sir. Your attempts at levity. <laughs> Um, apparently, kill myself. one couple had internal bleeding in their pancreases. This guy had an enlarged heart and cirrhosis of the river of the li the liver. Both <laughs> so both signs of significant pre-existing disease. So I don't. Oh, what's that? What's that guy's name? The um, Arthur, the the drunk. That's right. And he would like make bad puns and play the piano. Oh, I've got to live with this always a coke and well, us deedly deedly. So there I am in El Dorado. I can't remember the name of the country you just said. They don't know what killed them, but they're just like, yeah, they were in a, they were out of shape. Um, so I don't know if it's a bunch of people that randomly died, uh, or just people that were middle aged went to the Dominican Republic and then started dying. Uh, I don't know. The tourism minister, Francisco Garcia, said Thursday that the Dominican Republic is safe and called the deaths isolated incidents. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. But it seems like... I, I have no reason to doubt them. It's uh, Well, it's weird because I'm reading the article and they're just, they're just reaching. Like They talked about their pre-existing conditions and then they go, Taxi driver says victim appeared happy. Um, the Maryland <laughs> couple took part in other activities. So it's like, but, all right, so this is the Malaysia airliner. You got nothing. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's definitely we, we something... Should, we should cover it for the next six months. It's definitely something uh, in the food and drink. Like, you know it's got to be. Uh, sure. I have no reason to believe otherwise. Yeah, so if you're in uh, if you're in the Dominican Republic, <laughs> send, water. send us an email <laughs> and get some bottled water, I guess. The um, Yeah, if you're over there in the um, 
if you, if you are over there, send us an email and let us know if you've been murdered. If you're still alive, we will count you as uh, alive. Well, it's not murder. Like we'll, they're not. We'll have they're, our own body they're not. They're, they haven't been like stabbed and shot. Like something's making people sick and then it's killing them. Hmm. Okay, send us an email telling us what made you sick. Yeah, please be e like eat eat only one thing a day, and that way we'll single out what it is. Quick, everybody! Whenever you start dying, you'll be like, it was the pears. Quick, everybody, eat something different. <laughs> which one? Of, oh. which, whichever one of us goes down, that's the one that ate the poison diarrhea water. We, we could do this even faster if everyone ate something different, and then we took like a petri dish of their blood and shocked it, like in the thing. Oh yeah, maybe it's a th maybe it's a, it's like that, like an alien spacecraft has landed, like in John Carpenter's The Thing, and one of these people is a monster. I knew it. They get you through the grapes. See, we could work for Fox News. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, we could be like, how do we know that any of the immigrants coming over here aren't the thing, like in John Carpenter's <laughs> The Thing? We need to test all their blood before it's too late. That's uh, that's basically what Fox does, except they would say, and we tested their blood, and there are already gay frogs. And then, because that's the big argument, right? Like, a lot of people say that ICE is coming for only people that have been prosecuted, but they haven't. Speaking of gay frogs, speaking of gay frogs, that, did you hear that, the gay frog news today? No, I didn't. You didn't hear the gay frog news? No, no. Are frogs gay? Big Papa, our patron saint of podcasting, Alex Jones, our hero, our mentor, our muse, has gotten in a lot of trouble. You didn't hear this story at all? Again? Again, he's gotten. Oh, he's, uh, he's I remember a, there was some some pushback because Trump tweeted that uh, that the right wing should be able to um, say whatever they want wherever they want, like Alex Jones. But no, no, what happened to him? Oh, Alex, 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 Alex. I don't think anything's happened to him yet, but he's in so much trouble because child porn found in documents Alex oh! Jones sent to lawyers. Oh my God! Yes, I did. Of Sandy Go Hook ahead. family's court filing says he denies any knowledge of the image. And InfoWars describes the emails as malware attack attempting to embed child porn on their servers. So, best I can uh -huh. figure, he tried to embed child porn to get the lawyers, I guess, or the Sandy Hook victims that were suing him, but they found it, and now so he's Al trying to say, yeah, it wasn't me. Yeah, 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 I did hear about that. Alex Jones sent all of the Sandy Hook victims, and I guess they're lawyers too, according to what you're saying. Uh, he sent them all child porn so that, I'm not sure, I wasn't sure what his end game was on that, but that's a good point. He could have just like then called the police on him, and then the police would have found child porn on their in their emails. Well, the reason you know I think that he probably did it was he did not immediately respond to a request for comment from NBC. Uh, but InfoWars described the emails as a malware attack attempting to embed child porn on Jones servers. So I assume that he probably did this. Uh, he did uh, on his show, which I don't even know where you could find his show anymore. On a Just on his website. In a Profanity Feud segment, Fueled segment, he was offering $1 million to anyone who could track down the person who tried to set me up with child porn. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, I, I, I'll get right on that along with um, looking for the real killer in the OJ crime. No, I got it. Uh, will he give us a million dollars if we send him a box with a mirror in it? <laughs> that's uh, that's even better. Yeah. Oh, so, they got him. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Uh, it seems very likely that he would do something as stupid as like, we're going to send him child porn and turn him gay. <laughs> turn the frogs gay. So uh, yeah, man, big uh, big Papa Alex Jones going down. Womp womp. Well, maybe we'll see. Hopefully. 
I mean, they haven't they haven't gotten rid of him yet, but you know, he's been like him and Papa Bear Bill O'Reilly and a lot of deplorables have gone down over time. The problem is is that just even worse, even dumber people like Cucker Carlson take their place. So it's like um Doctor Who regenerations if all of them were the sixth doctor. Well, um Usually, it comes down to that old Shakespeare line. Usually someone that's just raving and ranting about how everyone's a pedophile, it just is like, ah, I believe she doth protest too much. Like, I yeah. firmly believe that. Like, if you're just like, we need to be the morality police, I'm like, I bet you're doing some immoral shit, motherfucker. Oh, no, people are going to find out one day it's actually us committing the next Holocaust. Because we constantly rant about the Holocaust, <laughs> so we're committing many Holocausts inside our... <laughs> yes. Well, we don't. We have it all planned out. It's in such secret that not even we know about it yet. But you just wait. Oh, they're turning the fucking frogs into holocausts. I don't have, despite if you push all the morality and all the other stuff aside, that I, why I'm opposed to the holocaust. I don't have the energy, man. That's a, just a, it's a big undertaking, and it's just like. Well, speaking of not having enough energy, our um, our listeners will be delighted to know that pretty soon we're not just going to be those muckrakers. We're also going to be those health rakers because we are going to bring not only anger to your ear holes, but also good uh, dieting advice because we're about to go on a crazy fucking diet from a podcast that we only half remember, from a source that we don't fully trust, but we're going to put our hearts and souls into it and we're going to be the healthiest motherfuckers you've ever seen with all the energy in the world to rant like Alex Jones all the live long day i just can't wait to see the episode in which we're trying out diet stuff and we're just like hello welcome to episode 89 of those muckrakers i'm pete and i need a nap i'm pat god why does purple taste so yellow (laughs) today i am just what is real life i'm not asking a philosophical question i have forgotten i do not have enough vitamin d to recall but uh yeah so it's actually we're one week away from uh starting the first phase of the diet do we want to talk no, about this at all right let's, now let's keep it a secret until we get until we get into it okay it's okay about, about but, our secret podcast diet you know it's gonna be like day one of the diet whenever we're doing episode 74 right oh yeah that'll be exciting so it'll be, we would have been on the diet for like 12 hours whenever we do the, uh, the episode. So really no change whatsoever, but we can just tell people what we're about to do or what we're, we have started doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll do it then. But I do want to share with you uh, this uh, article that makes so that, me... That, that, that's a Those Health Rakers teaser, everyone. Look forward to it. We're going to be in such amazing shape. Uh, this, uh, this article from Cracked actually made me really sad that I wanted to share with you. Though, you know, if we um, if we discussed it now, then maybe Wesley could start it with us next week. Ah, Wesley could be one day behind. Wesley, we're going to send you like information about it, and you're going you're gonna to do it whether you like it or not. Oh, no, I'm not. Yes, you are. How dare you and yours? We'll just make a vague threat at him, and he'll do what we tell him. Probably. All oh, right. Okay. So there's, a, there's a, uh, an article I wanted to share that, like, uh, blew my mind. Uh, it's something I'd been thinking about for a while, but, like, so... One thing they never talk about at the end of the world is uh, uh, when, whenever a society everything falls apart, like, uh, we're going to be so fucked because all the stuff that we maintain right now is going to break down, and then it's just going to leak toxins everywhere. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, you know, I hadn't thought about like, that. I know that um, this is something that not a lot of people realize, but uh, if left unmaintained, nature takes back over really fast. Like, well, not just that. Think about every just nuclear... disappear off the map in, like, ten years if you don't constantly fight back nature. Well, think about, think about, think about all the fluids and all the cars leaking out into the ground, all the nuclear reactors melting down. Uh, uncontrolled forest fires, all the dams breaking, like all the contaminants, like, oh, it's it's gonna be bad. Yeah. Um, and to top it off, this so this article is called Five Time Bombs Our Grandparents Planted Are About to Go Off," and it's got some stuff I didn't even know about. So we all know Chernobyl was a bad day, right? So uh, I know that we said that. Um we had something else to talk about after those health rakers and that was just supposed to be like a quick tease in the middle of the episode and then we'd like jump onto something else but it was at that point that skype decided to be super dickish and just not work at all we both turned into robots talking to each other in space it was like i would say something 10 seconds later he would talk back and it would sound like and similarly that's how he heard me so I'm recording this now after the episode. I've already hung up with Pete just to uh, sort of give us an outro and say those health rakers are coming. That's going to be a fun episode. We're going to torture Wesley by making him do uh, a grapefruit diet or something. That'll be fun. We'll uh, we'll include like Wesley updates. Wesley watch 05 or whatever we're going to call it. That was just the first year that rolled off my tongue. Uh, what else? Uh, if you would like to get in touch with us, you can do so at those muckrakers on Twitter, where I am currently trolling the shit out of deplorables. It's been really fun this week. Uh, you can find us at those muckrakers at gmail.com, where uh, we're actually checking our emails again from time to time. So if you'd like to send us your own Dear Abby, feel free to do so there. You can find video uploads at uh, youtube.com slash thriftingtonpost. You can uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at Lantis Armstrong. That's L-E-N-T-I-S-A-R-M-S-T-R-O-N-G. And also, Peter's going to be on another podcast today, which we could have uh, we could have plugged that, but I guess we can't now because he's gone, and I don't know what the name of it is. But he has stuff going on, and I have other stuff I upload to uh, YouTube from time to time. I have like a bunch of Secro videos. I have uh, the Mrs. B Board show, which is you know in the tradition of Stephen Colbert, just sort of doing a parody of being a conservative show. It's really fun. It's uh, starring uh, Mrs. B Board and her assistant. My name is Abe, and all that. It's fun. It's a cartoon. And sometimes I have Wesley guest in. And I guess that's everything for this week. Actually, without Peter to interrupt me, I could go back to talking about um, ICE being the modern-day Gestapo and how we all need to be wary because we're only in year two of Trump. It's it's only been two years. It took Hitler eight years to really get the Holocaust going. And the scariest part about the uh, the secret police coming to people's doors this Sunday, okay? If you're listening to this on Saturday, that's tomorrow. Tomorrow, tens of thousands of people are going to start being rounded up. Or is it 100,000? It's a fuckload of people and they have not had due process they have not had a trial peter even said that you know he speaks to um people that look hispanic or could be mistaken for hispanic and he's like aren't you afraid that you'll get arrested and they're like hell no i'm american i have my papers it's like cool but who are you gonna show them to if you're not given a trial 
that's kind of the scary part. Because no one's given due process, they can round up whoever the fuck they want, and there's nothing you can do. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's fun shit going down the pipes. Uh, lots of other stuff coming up. Stay tuned for next week's Those Muckrakers, and we will keep shouting anger into your ear holes and also Dear Abby stuff and health stuff, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, Wesley, we're coming for your belly. We're, we're going to diminish it with our grapefruit diet. How dare you and yours? <laughs> 